You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 029. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, baby cakes. Hey, beautiful. How's your day going? My day is going really, really well, and yeah. I know you're probably doing just fine because you're one whiskey in. Yeah, but that's just, I'm, that's just, just, I'm chilling. That's just how you do. I'm chilling. I know, like that one podcast we did when we were a little tipsy. Let's not repeat that. Well, I think we should repeat that. Okay. Let's repeat it. <laughs> maybe, maybe later. We'll do it later. One day. Yeah, one, one of these days, we'll have some libations. <laughs> Libations. Isn't that a great word? That is a good word. I like libations. Some libations and do a little podcast episode. Libation situation. Speaking of that, we're going to have a seriously awesome Thanksgiving. We are. We are. My mom is down. We are going to get served. We are, <laughs> Literally. We don't have to do... In a good way. <laughs> you got served. You got served, yo. <laughs> We're not going to do any of the cooking. We're going to let Mimi's do all the cooking this year. Yes. That'll okay. be exciting. So first of all, if you just clicked on this podcast and you're like, uh, I'm trying to learn how to communicate with my spouse and what are they talking about? So basically what we do here is we will switch between life topics and love topics. So this week we've got an awesome... Relationship. Yeah. Get your relationship together, dude. That's right. So we're going to cover off really effective versus ineffective communication and teach you how to communicate to get what you want because that's essentially what we're always doing. In as our cliche as that sounds, that's the key. Yep. So we're going to tell you all about that. But before we do, we like to warm up the mics. You got to warm it up. Warm and, it up, Chris. And shoot I'm the about sh- to. Oh, my God. Warm it up, Chris. That's, that's what, what I was, I was born, born to do. do. Oh, my God. <laughs> remember Spice them? That shit in. <laughs> Yeah, of course I remember them. Oh my gosh, that was like the biggest deal to where crisscross. I'll make you jump, jump. That's right. Okay, so now we have to look at how old were we? You were probably in the military. Was I? Yeah, I was. Or you might have been out. No, I was in. The I was in eighth grade. Yeah, it was ninety two. I want to say ninety one, ninety two. Just passed away. Oh, that's right. Did he OD? Uh, I think so. Yeah. It's wiggin' 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 wet. Wow. wow. <laughs> Side tra- so anyway, yeah. Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, boy, this party <laughs> really died. <laughs> um, you want to listen because it's kind of a train wreck. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we have train wreck appeal. <laughs> you cannot buy this shit, folks. You cannot buy this shit. Because it's actually, free. Actually, yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> we're currently free on iTunes. <laughs> That's right. So you literally cannot buy it. <laughs> okay, so we have to tell you our Thanksgiving plans. That's right. We so his mom usually ends up doing all the cooking and kind of takes care of the entire family, and they kind of um, let her and don't always. She does all the work. Yeah, me contribute. and my aunt. 
Yeah. So we said, and, and she's having some health issues. So we said, why don't you come down to the Smith family treehouse and we will <laughs> Climb some go. steps. We're, none of us are going to cook. None of us are going to clean. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to fucking Mimi's Cafe and we're going to have them serve us up some good old home cooking. That's right. Mimi's style. Mimi's style. We're gonna, they do a pretty good job. They are legit. Yeah. And and like I, you're way more of like a culinary delight. Yeah, like a snob, food snob. Food I'm, snob. I'm like, do you have macaroni and cheese? You have, you have yeah, you're pretty. Can easily I get some pleased. cereal? Like, yeah, I'm yeah, such a bachelor in that I way. Have, I have a much better palate. A more evolved palate. My palate is matured. It's matured. <laughs> Ew! I hate when people say matured. Matured. Yuck. Okay. But you have so. to be mature to say mature. And then it sounds like manure. I am not attracted to you when you do that. That's not good. That, but that's. Do you see that effective communication, though? Yeah, I like that. I, just, I like that. Yeah. I say exactly what I mean. I like to know exactly where I am with you, and I really have no doubts where <laughs> I am with you <laughs> at all times. I know my mom used to always say, "Well, if you guys want to know about communication, this is your girl." Is all I'm saying. You you've always said that. You've always been really cool about telling me. You know, you you really taught me how to communicate. For sure. But sure. yeah, I was saying my my mom always said, "Well, you never have to wonder what Amy's thinking." Never. I, I, and so that's you know been which is a beautiful trait, but yeah. it gets in the way sometimes. It does, and I'm tempering yeah. that. Yeah, no, you are. But it's good with my clients because I'm like, <clears throat> uh, is that the truth? Or are you just f- bullshitting me right now? Because right. so it works out really well. Yeah. But so yeah, so today we're going to talk to you about. Um, well, before we even get into that, so stay tuned to hear about our amazing Thanksgiving. Stay tuned. Well, I heard, I saw that. Yeah, it's yeah. Riveting shit. Yeah. Break all your holiday plans to be sure to <laughs> tune in next week. That's right. But yeah, so I'm just excited because there's a marathon of The Godfather on. Oh, I got to record those. Always record. Always. And then, so I'm thinking like some some pumpkin spice nog with brandy and mm. maybe some pumpkin pie and just like curl up on the couch and Nothing watch like Godfather. Godfather for the holidays. Right? <laughs> if your family feels like shit, try this on. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even need a clip for the, that because it's so spot on. Yeah, that's perfect. That's <laughs> that's actually was a clip. Just stupid. You don't even have to edit it. Wow. So speaking of Thanksgiving and speaking of the holiday, I do need to tell you guys that if you have followed my work or you've been listening to these podcasts or anything like that, every year uh, I do a Black Friday through Cyber Monday sale. It's a four-day only sale on thejoyjunkie.com. Last year people jumped on that choice. Oh, yeah. And they're – I mean, it's half off. I do it – I sometimes I do it during the summer and like randomly throughout the year, but pretty much – I have one big, huge half-off sale, um, and that's, you know, four days, Black Friday through Cyber Monday, and every single thing in my shop, all my relationship products, my quote cards that are actually a tangible product that get mailed to you, Wow! my Badass 101 class, everything is half off. Oh, my God. Okay. Moving on. (coughs) Oh, my God. See? This is what happens when you're one whiskey in. That's one, one whiskey one yeah but i know how you did get you get real interrupty edit all that shit (laughs) oh my gosh all right okay focus so so let's talk about communication so effective versus ineffective communication ideally 
for all of us, really, when we're communicating with our spouse, what we are doing is trying to get something our way, right? We want something changed. And I don't mean that in, in an arrogant or, or bad way. It's just that we want what we want inside our relationship. Like if we want more romance from our partner or we want somebody to help us out with the finances more or we want um, – a better system for the dog walking or picking up the kids or something like you know you want something you want change yeah. right yeah so so you communicate that well typically we communicate that when we're furious or pissed or upset and we start it comes out wrong it comes out wrong yeah. and it comes from an emotional place which it doesn't mean that it's bad to be emotionally charged about something it just is ineffective to try to communicate from that place right so um, you say things you don't mean or you shouldn't say exactly and it's stuff that you can't take back and the the most important thing is it never gets your partner to want to change anything right that's you keep coming back to what you want uh, because a lot of times how you're presenting what you want is not eliciting the response that you desire. So for instance, like if you want something from your boss, right? You don't yell and scream to them about how shitty it is, what they, how they treat you and, you know, you prepare, you know, and you present it in a way that you can be heard. Right. But we don't, we lose all couth and elegance when it comes to our intimate partnerships and our family too. That's true. You know, where well, we're some just people like, tell their bosses off. Uh, they do, but <laughs> I'm just using, it's still ineffective. Right. If you want something really changed, think about how can you best be heard, you know? Okay. So, first of all, before we jump into all of this, I want you to really allow yourself to come from a place of what is my role? How can I be better? You've heard me say this before. It's so easy to be like, oh, well, well, we would communicate fine if only he would or if only she would or her. it's her fault. And if she didn't do this, then I certainly wouldn't do it. You know, and it's a tit for tat. If you were just a different person, then our relationship would be fine. So. What a horrible place to come from. But it's so, it's, we operate from a place of victimhood most of the time. And we think. Well, I I know what I'm doing. I, yeah. I'm I told you not to leave your shoes out. I told you this. Really? Well, how did you say it? Mm. How did it land? How does your partner want to be communicated with? How do they feel empowered? We never we don't stop to think about that stuff. One because nobody ever fucking tells you how to communicate, and two because we are oftentimes communicating based off of the emotion. Period. Well, well using that instance about shoes. You know, if you speak to people like children, then they'll act like them. Right. It, it'll it tend to be your defense, right. right? So, like, think about how, like, if there's a road rage driver screaming and yelling, like, fuck you, you know, and yelling at you, you have to, like, kind of gather yourself to not respond in the exact same way. Right. Right? Especially if you're fiery like I am. You know, I have to stop and go like, okay, that's not the person I want to be. Okay, let me just keep moving on. Right? I blow kisses when that happens to me. Just <laughs> blow them a little kiss. God bless you. Awesome. You're so evolved. So <laughs> what I'm saying is when there's a negative energy coming at you, your instinct, our natural instinct is one of defensiveness. Right? You kind of have to oh, gather yourself to not respond the way we normally would, which would be either 
going right back at them, be like, fuck you, I didn't turn that way, blah, blah, blah. Right. Or to cower and run away. So fight it's, or the, flight. it's the exact same thing in relationships. It's the fight or flight thing. It's somebody's coming at you with this angry energy. You either meet that energy with something equally as combative or you appease really quickly and try to like abort mission get out of here like as soon as possible which never creates what either one of you want doesn't work yeah absolutely so i'm obviously these are i'm going to go through some ineffective ways of communication because most of the time people are like uh yeah i'm kind of guilty of that but i want you to keep in mind it doesn't matter if your partner pisses you off, they get under your skin, whatever. We can't control them. You are the one listening to this right now. So I want you to look at what can you do better? What is within your power? Your power, not Amy fix my my partner. They have to be willing to collaborate with you. So let's look at your behavior and where you can change. So another another ineffective way is through jokes or being passive aggressive. So let's say that you wanted to start a family and you you keep presenting it as a joke to your partner and you keep saying like, oh, biological clock sure is a ticking or oh, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be nice? Look how cute. Your sister has three kids already. Wow. You know, and you present it that way. If you present your information as a joke, or being passive aggressive, expect it to be taken that way. Right. Expect your partner to go, if she was serious, she'd sit down and tell me in a serious manner. That's a good point. I remember working for a company that's that... such an ineffective tool. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. It's true. It's really true. Well, you know, I, um, I worked for a company where that was their method, is they would always do little passive aggressive remarks <clears throat> and think that they were giving feedback to the employees. But the employees would take it as a joke or as like, oh, okay, what's a per ass or whatever, instead of a manager sitting down saying, hey, I need these things to change. Right. In a calm, assertive way. So um, so that's one thing to look at. Do you constantly make passive aggressive or jokes or comments about things that you actually want changed inside the relationship? It's one thing if it's not that big of a deal, but if it's something that you really care about like starting a family don't joke about it you know don't make it like these little snide comments the other thing like for instance if you and your partner are on different pages about having a kid and you keep making all these jokes the other one will take you can't you know control how they're receiving it so how would you receive it if somebody kept doing that and you're like i know you want that like, ugh, all irritated. Like, it's what we want is your partner to go, you know what? Let's have a conversation and let's really look at, like, when would be a good time for us to start having a family, blah, 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 blah. That will not happen if you're irritating the fuck out of them by being passive aggressive. It's a good all the point. Time. It'll make them more resistant. Exactly. Because you're like, oh my God, get off me with that. Exactly. Exactly. So you always want to think about if I was in their shoes, how would I receive me? How would I respond to me the way I am behaving and communicating right now? It's Mm. a great, great question to ask yourself. Another really ineffective way of communicating is while drinking or under the influence. Okay, so obviously, you know, or under the influence of whatever else. That is a crutch. Yes, we have more balls when when we're like that and we're ready to talk and we, you know. 
but it doesn't help you foster a relationship where you continue to communicate while sober in That's your present true. state of mind. I know a few instances where people have been in those situations and it just blows up on them because, you know, they haven't been able to talk about that any other time. And then they start drinking and they're like, now's the time to talk about it. And they start going off and it just creates a fight because you're not in the mindset to deal with those kinds of issues when you've been drinking. Yeah. Exactly. That is so true. You're right. I've, I've seen so many people explode over that. In friendships even. Yeah. It's like absolutely. the shit that you don't address, that you let fester and boil up, yeah. have a little libation and boom. Let it fly. You've got, you've got a really volatile situation. Right. Now, granted, some people, it might, maybe it's, I'm, I try to not ever say never or always or whatever. Maybe people have a drink and they they feel comfortable and that's true. You know, that's true. But I, chat. I, but I would say as I think I would say that's an exception to the rule. Right. I would yeah. say as you know, if you are trying to con- to foster good communication in your marriage or relationship, try to do it sober. Yeah. Right. You've even told me before, like let's talk about this when we're not under the influence of anything. Yeah, that's right. But you know what? To your credit, you let it go, and we talk about it later. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's there's an effective tool. But that's also because we talked about the whole concept of that. Right. Sober. Right. And like, hey, don't bring up shit like that when you've been drinking or whatever. Sure. We that's not effective, you know. Right. Uh, obviously, I talked about screaming and yelling, you know, and I've said this before on the show. When you come out, somebody screaming and yelling, think about what that looks like to the other person. Most of the time. The other person, you know, it really is the fight or flight, like we said earlier. It's either they will get combative back with you, but a lot of times they will just appease you and just be like, okay, yeah, I'll do better. I'll do better and totally forget what they just committed to. And then the vicious cycle continues because all they were trying to do was get away from the screaming and yelling. So, um, can I give you a quick analogy? Yeah. If you want to reprimand your pet, let's say your dog, and you go, what the fuck are you doing peeing on the floor? Blah, blah, blah. Do you think the dog is going to remember that? Or are they going to get aggressive back with you? Or are they going to shrink away? And It never solves the problem. It, it never solves the problem, right? So don't speak to your humans <laughs> the same way you, you know, and that's just a real basic example of energy transference. Exactly. That's what I'm getting to right there is the energy transference. It's just a matter of does the energy that you are putting forth help you get what you want? Think about that. Mm. And it's not a manipulation thing. It's a matter of setting yourself up to actually be heard. Like basically what you're doing with all these ineffective ways is you're representing your needs really poorly. It's like you need to fire your PR person. So the content, what you want, probably won't change at all. It's a matter of how you deliver it. It's a matter of getting a better PR representation to explain to your partner exactly what's going on with you. An interpreter. All right. <laughs> Instead of communicating through energy, which is really challenging. That's why That's I'm like, challenge, we need for to sure. talk about this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another ineffective way, doing things to get things. This is a piece of being passive aggressive where if I 
if I you know do his dishes enough times throw his shoes in the closet enough times then he'll understand if I don't come home for dinner enough times then he'll know I'm not going to cook instead of saying I'm not going to cook anymore or you know or actually talking about why and what's going on with you and why you feel a certain way so if you because people will do this all the time too like how can they not know I throw his shoes in the closet every day right well because you didn't fucking say anything so all we have is your behavior what if he thinks oh she's so sweet she always puts my shoes away for me right right that's a, that's a good point know sure. that if you are trying to do things to get things your actions are up to interpretation mm. and most of the time it is not being interpreted the way you want it to be interpreted so if you think it's a no-brainer, guess again. <laughs> because you need to really clearly spell out exactly what it is you want or else it will be interpreted because you're dealing with a totally different person. They're not in your head. It's the same thing in any other relationship too. Not mind readers? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, another ineffective way, this is another one I just want you guys to watch out for, is when one of you is ready to talk and the other one isn't. So, you know, if mm-hmm. I'm like all charged up and, you know, oh, I'm ready to address this issue. And I'm watching a basketball game. You're watching a basketball Or you just got home. Right. Or one partner just put the kids to bed. Or they're frazzled. Or they're just a mess, you know. It's not the time just because you're all geared up ready to address some shit. So ask them for some time to talk about it. Or another way is to know when your partner is most received. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you know, when he gets home and he's chilled out for a little bit and the TV gets turned off, that seems to be the time when he's most receptive or in the morning when he's drinking his coffee or whatever time that your significant other is receivable, that might be the time to bring it up. And, you know, in you're right. You're absolutely right. But again, I feel like one of the easiest things we can do is just, just say what what's there and just say like, hey, there's some stuff I've been wanting to chat with you about. When would be a good time? Like right. just respecting right. their I, time. I, I think the thing that most people will have trouble with in that category is it'll get pushed off, get pushed off, get pushed yeah. off. And that's why you have to make it really quantifiable and right. nail down a time. Like right. Tuesday evening after we put the kids to bed or, oh, Wednesday morning when right. we have coffee, let's chat about this. Right. Or, you know, you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. nail it down. Right. Specific. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. <clears throat> so let's talk about what is effective. <laughs> pretty pretty easy. Yeah, here's the meat. Here's the, cl- I mean, the 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 biggest thing is just stop doing all the ineffective shit that you've been doing you know <laughs> obviously if you've had these things that you want changing want to change and nothing's changed and you keep yelling and screaming or you keep making jokes about it or you keep you know talking to them when they're watching sports or like it's not working so you have nothing to fucking lose by just changing your strategy a little bit so first of all if there's something that you want rectified inside the relationship come from a calm, tranquil place. Like be in a space for yourself energetically where you can deliver the information calmly. So let's say that it's something about 
finances and you just discovered that your partner didn't pay a bill that you thought that they had taken care of oh, you man. you get the notice like right when you get the notice you just want to unleash on your partner Blow and up. just you said you're you only had to do this you said you're going to take care of this what the fuck is your problem like that's our instinct right okay allow that allow yourself to be pissed allow yourself to be frustrated and then take the time to cool off acknowledge it and just say i'm really really frustrated right now i need to talk to you later i need some time like claim it just say i need time to cool off like even if all you can get out is not now like at least don't speak out of anger that's a hard one that's so difficult it's just a new way you do, it's not that hard. It's I think just I think it's a hard it's a hard uh, habit to change. Right. You know, it's a hard not to go into that blow up mode. Right. You just need awareness. Mm. You need to be aware that what you are doing in that moment is not getting you what you want ever. Right. Are you allowed to be pissed? Absolutely. So do that on your own. Like get that out. Go for a run, call up a best friend and vent, do whatever you need to do, but know that by communicating out of anger to your partner in that moment, you most likely will not rectify jack shit. I think we think that when we're that loud and aggressive and noisy, yes. that it gets across that how how important it is to us, but it actually is the opposite. Like the other person's like, how do I shut that fucking person up? Exactly. <laughs> that how is do exactly I turn you right. off, right? That's exactly right. So give yourself the the chance for it to pass a little bit before you can address it. And then say exactly what you need. And be ready for a counteroffer. Our relationship is a collaboration. So if you're sitting down and you want to go off about this financial issue, right, be ready to collaborate. Don't just come in there, you know, guns blazing, ready to do battle. Really make sure you're in a calm, tranquil place where you can hear them out. Because guess what? Maybe you scared the shit out of them. The last time you talked about finances and they thought they did it and then they dropped the ball or there could be a million and one other things, but you won't get it rectified unless you talk about it really calmly. So be really clear too about what you are asking. Are you asking for, like if you're asking for something like, I just need you to be more responsible. Okay. Uh how the Bag. fuck do I know if that's the case? If you say, I need you to take the trash out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, it's like really quantifiable. That's the deal. Like, do make sure that whatever you're asking, they could do it and you guys could know that it's been done, that it's been implement, implementable. Um, yeah. And that can take, that can take <clears throat> a minute, you know, to figure that out, to, right. to converse I- about it. Sometimes if you come across that way, it sounds like you're trying to be the boss. You know, like if you're like, I need you to take the trash out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It sounds like you're trying to be the authority. Right. And that's why I'm saying um, be clear on what needs to change. Because sometimes people are like, I just need you to do the housework more. Mm. So if you sat down and said like, hey, what would you think about, again, in this nice, calm, tranquil way? 
I could really use a little more help around the house. Um, what would you think if we tried some sort of system where you took out the trash maybe on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday? And, and then, then maybe, I would do, right? See, right. then and it's collaborate. a collaboration. Right. And then, but also being ready for a counteroffer. So what if you were like, you know what? It actually really bothers my back to bend down over and over again to empty all the trashes. Would there be any way you could be in charge of trash and then maybe I can be in charge of dog walking? Because that's way too civil. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what happens when you talk and you're not furious. That's my point. Or drunk or passive aggressive. Like it's really not rocket science. Just nobody ever teaches you. That's exactly right. So you just think, oh, I have... Or we do it the way that we saw our parents do or whatever. And we just have this boiling emotion and we're like, okay, let me just go ahead and spew this out. Because it wants to come out. When you're angry, you, you need to express. But it's usually not healthy when you direct it at your partner. Boiling emotion only works in the bedroom. <laughs> and sometimes that doesn't even work. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Thanks for ruining it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, yeah, so just, again, be really ready to hear what the other person has to say. Um and make sure that they can hear you, you know, that you're not starting to get, you know, feisty and, and biting with how you're and trying really hard to be calm. You're not calm yet. Wait till you're really calm. Yeah. And own it and just say like, oh, man, I, it's, I this is really a hot button for me. It really bothers me. And I know that's not all your fault. Like it takes awareness about who you are and what's going on with you. And one of the best things that you can do is actually apologize for how you have communicated in the past. And just that's a say, good one. like, you know what? I realize that I've been, anything that I want worked on in our relationship, I just yell at you. And I can't imagine how that feels for you. That is very disarming. Exactly. Own your shit first. Exactly. That is one of the biggest pieces. Own your shit first. I like that. It's in psychology, they call it a soft start, like a way to softly start up. So um, even if it's something like um, you haven't been as clear about how much something bothers you, like let's say you always gave me shit, like you used to give me shit about how much I love shoes and stuff like that, right? Um, Well, you do love shoes. I do love shoes so much. (laughs) So much. But uh, if I were to come to you and say, you know what? I realize that there's something that you say to me sometimes that bothers me. And you know what? I have not been completely honest with you and owned that about how much that bothers me. And, and I realize that I have not set you up for success. So I'd like, I want to talk to you about this a little bit. And, you know. and then I would say like, you know, I apologize. It, it, I, I think it stems from my reaction of you spending all your money on shoes. Or something right, like that, right. right? Then it breaks down another barrier. And then I can be like, oh, okay. So there's a financial issue. And so you've been passive aggressively saying, blah, blah, blah. right, 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 right. So then you, but see, that doesn't happen when you're yelling and accusing and you're going, well, you spend all the money and on you're shoes. And you're throwing shoes. And you're throwing shoes. And I really don't spend all the time money on shoes. No, no, no. You but we're just giving not. an example. It's like an example. you can actually yeah. progress so much more right. if you're just honest. Yeah. You know, so own your peace, truly own your peace. And you will, you'll be amazed at, at how disarming that is. Now, 
it depends on the where you are at in your relationship. It depends how much damage has been done, how much anger and screaming and yelling and fighting has happened in the past. Yeah. It might take some time. It's true. Um, most likely, both of you have ways to grow. You know, obviously, you can only look to yourself at the moment and go, okay, what can I do better? And then, you know, if you want to invite your partner to listen to this and say, like, what are your thoughts? Not, hey, yeah, you do that. Yeah, listen to this. You could learn from that. You can get so much further by just asking your partner what they need, what they think. What are your thoughts on that? When, when would you have some time to chat about this? Or how does that make you feel? Or what do you want? Or what, you know, when you, we just assume, oh, you know what my husband needs to do? He needs to fucking do this. Right. Do you have any idea how he might feel about that matter? Like, does he feel supported? Does he feel like the man, you know? Does he feel powerful in his role as a husband? And do you contribute to that? Uh, a quick way that I look at that? Yeah. I look at that like there's uh, people you look up to, your colleagues that are at your level, and people that look up to you. Which one are you speaking to? Hmm. Are you speaking to the person that's below you or per, not necessarily below you, but the person that's looking up to you because you speak to them differently than you speak to people that you look up to. That you revere. Right. So if you speak to your partner like someone that's on that first level, someone that's that you look up to, yeah. then they're going to respond a different way. So if you were to say, that's great. Um, I got this podcast. I really want to get your opinion on it because I respect it. Right. That is going to carry so much more weight than you could learn so much more from these people. You need to listen to this. Right. Or even if I was speaking to someone that looked up to me and I said, you really need to read this book. Right. If I said that to somebody on a first tier level I, and it, somebody that I respected, it would come across completely different, wouldn't it? Right. Exactly. So, yeah. In a nutshell, it's like, if you really fucking respect your partner, what would that sound like? Exactly. That's a great way to put it. And we do that a lot where yeah. I'm like, you know what? I really want to get your opinion on something. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to bounce this off of you because we <clears throat> genuinely respect each other. We respect each other's time, uh, everything. Yeah. So this is what I want to ask you guys today. And I want you to think about this. Where are your communication opportunities? How can I be more effective? And I would love for you to have start off with a conversation with your partner. And I just want you to ask them this one question. What makes you feel heard? Wow. That's and, a powerful statement. And just see what the fuck question. happens. See what sort of, see what happens. What sort of conversation happens. I like it. And if this is something that you're like, oh my gosh, this is really eye-opening for me. Because again, like I said, no one takes communication with your spouse 101 in high school <laughs> we learn other shit about communicating in business communications but that you know not this so anyway if you're like yeah oh my gosh this is really helpful i do have a it's a home study product for couples it's a 30-day challenge oh, it's called 30 yeah. days to a kick-ass relationship one entire module of it there's five modules one of them is all on communication and you'll have a bunch of you know Can you exercises. buy that one by itself or do you have to buy all five no, it it comes. It comes in, as a it's package. A, it's part. It's like five days of the thirty days. I oh, I see. Yeah, gotcha. so five days is on communication. Five is on sex and intimacy. You have resounding testimonials on that product. And that you know what's crazy is I've had people who are like borderline divorced, 
like yeah. separated, like ready to throw in the towel who did it and loved it. And it totally helped them get through a really rocky time. And I've had people who are so sublimely happy, madly in love, and they're just getting ready to live together. And so they wanted to get right on the same page. I've had people across the board who've benefited from it. So you can go check it out. It's on the website. It's called 30 Days to a Kick-Ass Relationship. And starting on Friday, it will be half off. Wow. So just be aware. Um, Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have people outside of our house, like camping, waiting for the sale to open. <laughs> Which won't do any <laughs> bit of good because it's all digital. <laughs> like you could be in Zimbabwe and still get like on Like that sale. guy that's outside of Best Buy like last Friday. Did you hear about that guy? No. Ridiculous. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. All right, cool. So yeah, make sure you cruise by the shop uh, on thejoyjunkie.com and check out the killer sale. It's also all the products that I have from the Self Love Revolution, which is a joint um, wow. company that I have with my best friend, Andrea Owen. All of those products are half off too during... It's You gotta get that's it a, while it's hot, man. It's insane. I never do this in my business. Like, that's amazing. Like give away a bunch of shit for half Yeah. Off. Well, Joy Junkie Headquarters. You're just a giver. I am. <laughs> can't, can't fight the gift. All right, guys. So be sure to have that conversation with your partner. Or it could even be family member, yeah, too. Yeah, it could be your you mom know, or sibling, your brother. Best or... friend, whatevs. Exactly. Where can you be a better, effective communicator? And ask those people what makes you feel heard. And here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith signing off. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye.